In this episode, we hear from Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. She's British. She's British. She's, she's from Britain. Britain. She's from Great Britain. And we know this because <laughs> she spells things with an S instead of a Z, and we'll talk about that later. But that was our first clue. <laughs> the other clue was the fact that she said she was from England. Well, right. <laughs> and she attends university. Uh-huh. When she mm-hmm. goes to uni. Uni. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, she's got a great story. Never Mormon, raised evangelical. That always goes well. Good time. Somehow ended up being the Christian Union leader at uni. At university. And I don't know if that was an elected appointment or I, she just, She didn't want it. No. But she did it. She did it anyway. And she's yeah. gay. All that and more. <laughs> Stay tuned. Be right back. We are supported by new dating app. Hey, listeners, raise your hand if you think dating after Mormonism is difficult. Probably 95% of our listeners are raising their hands right now. (laughs) You know, it's hard meeting someone and having to explain your whole wacky Mormon upbringing. Oh, we went through this. And since your faith transition, you've probably been kicked out of the singles ward. So now what? Oh, that is challenging. Mm -hmm. Check out New. It's an ex-Mormon dating app available for download on both Android and iPhone. Are you ready to find post-Mormon love with someone who understands your story? I know I am. (laughs) Oh, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Visit newdating.app and learn more. That's newdating.app. Hey, everybody. I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 29 of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. Mm-hmm. See, I cut you off at the exact right time. I don't know. I don't know if you really are. <laughs> okay. So what I want to say really quickly is I am right now, in this moment, making a Marco Polo video for mm-hmm. our members of our channel right now. So they're getting a little bit of insider information and yep. video of what goes on when we record. Yeah. And then they're going to discuss it and ask questions and Are talk they? to each other. They better. Yeah. Marco Polo channel. We have talked about it. Uh-huh. It's our new fun communication tool from the makers of Marco Polo. If yeah. you want more information, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Mm-hmm. It's a special link I have created. There's a sign up sheet. Yeah. By now, everyone should know what this is. But we're going to keep announcing it. <laughs> I also made mention in our Facebook discussion page. Thank you. Facebook discussion page. <laughs> I'm that here for everyone you, baby. who signs up by the end of February. By the end of February. It's a tricky word. It, it is. is. <laughs> um, they will be sent some special LDL swag. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I do that without your permission? Pretty much. Boom. That's on you. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Anywho, do you want to get into the letter this morning? I do, because it's a good one. All right. Well, I like the good ones, yeah. which is all of them. <laughs> okay, this one comes from Elizabeth. And I could tell right out of the gate that she was from England because all the words that are supposed to have Zs in them, she uh-huh. uses Ss. Oh, are there like, any? Like um, realize. Did she say whilst in there anyway? No, no whilst is. <laughs> okay, back to Elizabeth's oh, letter. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's ready? That's why we're here. Ready from yep. Elizabeth. Hi, Mary and Shelley. Hi, Hi Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I honestly can't remember where I heard about your podcast, probably on a different podcast, but ever since I found it, I am obsessed. Oh my goodness. I love our obsessed listeners. <laughs> Do we need a restraining order? Yeah, it makes me feel a little <laughs> like, like I'm in danger all the time. And it's kind of exciting. Oh, okay. Shelly <laughs> lives on the edge, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding, Elizabeth. You're across <laughs> the pond. I'm not scared. <clears throat> 
<laughs> You're so funny. Aw, oh. that's kind of true. <laughs> I went <laughs> I went back to the beginning and I have just caught up. I am not Mormon or ex-Mormon, but I started listening because I have been fascinated by Mormons since I learned about them in high school history lessons here in England. Oh, yeah, they're a wacky bunch, Elizabeth. Wacky. It's true. Mm -hmm. My friends and I spent most of that year repeatedly saying, how can they not see it's all fake? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's my Mm -hmm. girl. Damn Brits. (laughs) From your podcast, I can tell a lot of Mormon history was missed out of our history lessons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, Joseph Smith having child brides. Oh, yeah. True story. They don't like to tell you that stuff in middle school or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we did learn all about the Golden Plates, the Mm. Book of Mormon, and polygamy, which blew our minds. (laughs) It was like a story that you simply could not make up. Yeah, can you imagine being in middle school and hearing about Mormonism for the first time and like all the weird whack-a-mole shit? Mm -hmm. It's probably like when you get to watch a cool movie in your history class instead of listening to the professor. (laughs) It's like wacky, weird Harry Potter. Like, did they talk about the uh, hat and the seer stone? I don't or think that was public knowledge then. I don't. I don't know because that know. would be like Harry Potter voodoo magic. It's true. Okay, our teacher insisted we pronounced Brigham Young as Briam or Briam. That's hilarious, <laughs> and it's funny. And so that's how we thought we were meant to say it. I laugh at this now, and I know so much better. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that modern-day Mormons still believe so much of the crazy shit we learned about until Latter-day Lesbian oh, Podcast. You are welcome. <laughs> I was also drawn to your podcast because I am a lesbian tangled up in a non-affirming church. Mm. I didn't realize, R-E-A-L-I-S-E. Oh, very British. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize quite how much I would relate to you both, and I have found myself recognizing, again with an S instead of a Z, <laughs> Many similarities between Mormonism and evangelical Christianity, which is humbling after all these years of calling Mormons crazy. Yeah. I am finally starting to realize that the beliefs you are brought up in can be as crazy as they like, and you'll still believe them. That's true. Brainwashing is real. It is. And plus, when you start as a child Mm -hmm. believing that stuff— and all of your the adults in your life are telling you it's true. Yeah. What are you expected to believe? Yeah. How are you supposed to stand against that when everyone's feeding you the same It's like doctrine? the same thing as learning what your name is or learning how math works. It mm-hmm. just is. It's given to you, and so you accept it. Yep. Which is why I do have some compassion. I do. I have a lot of compassion for the true blue Mormons who are just— can't look outside of this brainwashing. The problem I start to have is when it turns them into mean people. Sure. Judgy uh-huh. Judgertons. Kind of has to because that's the teaching. Is yeah, judging that people. is the teaching, which yeah. is unfortunate. So TBM stands for true blue? True blue Mormon or true believing Mormon. Okay. It basically means like you're Mormon that's all the way in. Mm-hmm. Believes mm-hmm. it all. Right. Like my family. Mm-hmm. All right. I am nearing the end of my final year of university also shows that you're a Brit. And this year has been a dramatic one. I knew I was gay a couple of years before I moved away to uni, and I remember feeling (laughs) faced with an impossible choice. Do I settle into the new city as an openly gay person for the first time or find a church and continue as a Christian the way my family and friends expected me to? Mm. It's a rough choice. Yeah, it is rough. It probably feels like you can start over and be whatever you want, but in secret, because you still have your family and friends back home who are going to oh, yeah, know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, double life. Yeah. Yep, I did that for a long time. I ended up settling for what was the easier option at the time, and I found a church that held very similar beliefs to what I was used to. That familiarity was comforting to me. I still wholeheartedly believed in the Bible, and I was glad that they took the Bible seriously. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, 
As time went on, I no longer felt that way. Hmm. Just a few months after starting at this church, I found myself having a debate with the pastor about same-sex relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember doing my best to argue the case that condemning LGBTQ plus people, secretly me, mm-hmm. didn't make sense. I talked about the existence of intersex people and how surely God didn't make male and female roles so rigid when people are born neither specifically male or female. Mm -hmm. The pastor gave a little speech about this being a fallen world, and those intersex people are only a tiny minority. God, I've heard that so many times. Like, Uh. there's just genetic mishaps, and that's what happens, and that's not what God intended, or, or, you know, that's not the plan. That's acting like those people are a mistake. If you believe in creationism, then God made a mistake, but God's perfect. I thought. Mm -hmm. So maybe God designed it. Has anyone ever thought about that? Well, they want to admit to that because then you would have to admit that God made gay people Mm -hmm. and straight people and transgender people. Like you can't think that God made all the sinners. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I like what she says though. Lay it on me. This blatant ignoring of a minority's whole existence seems so far from the teachings of Jesus. And in that moment, I realized I would never win an argument with him. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot, I guess, because I never looked at it like that. Because I've heard so many times, you know, well, there's only, you know, 0.001% of people are actually intersex. So, you know, why is this even? It's like, why would we ignore even one person. Jesus didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember this whole thing about um, leave the 99 and, and save the one or mm-hmm. whatever that thing is? Like he didn't say, well, yeah, there's only one adulteress, so we'll just let her die in her sin or whatever the fuck. Like yeah, he cared about that many lepers. everyone. Yeah, there's not <laughs> that many lepers. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so next time I hear that dumbass argument, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember Jesus was like, we'll just stick with the 99 and leave the one. Mm-hmm. You know, kudos to all young people who question their church leaders. Oh, hell yeah. Because it's not wrong to question. Mm-hmm. Ask all the questions. If they're not receptive, there you go. If they're receptive and you're like, you know what? There are some things that I don't understand either. Mm-hmm. The Bible's a complicated book. It was compiled by a lot of different authors. It's complicated. It's been through a shit ton of translations. Yeah. It's complicated because we have no idea what the original said. We have no idea if this is truth, what people wrote down. And it was like stories. You know how stories are embellished over time. And then, I never embellish. Oh, you never embellish anything? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was swallowed by a fish yesterday. Okay, Jonah. (laughs) God showed me. Mm -hmm. But what a great story to tell kids when they're misbehaving. You know, if you don't do this thing I'm asking you to do, God's going to punish you and you're going to be swallowed by a fish. (laughs) want to get swallowed by a fish? (laughs) That's right. I didn't think so. Eat your broccoli. Yeah, Yeah. and don't go down to that witch's house in the woods or she'll put you in her oven. Similar idea. Pencil and Gretel, don't do that shit. Mm -hmm. No, you're Mm -hmm. right. Okay. Oh, we human beings. Okay, let me yeah. scroll down. Sorry, Elizabeth. Back to the letter. Did you say sorry? Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. This is Brit. That's Canadian. Not Canadian. <laughs> get, okay. get your, get your countries, countries correct. corrected. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I developed a fear of him that I have carried with me the three years I've been here. The pastor? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an irrational fear because he is a kind-hearted man, but I knew I did not fit his Bible narrative. Mm-hmm. I also started questioning the concept of God creating people at all. Mm, Yet I stayed in the church because I truly love the people there. It's tough when you have a community, right? It's like for sure. You know, there were a lot of people in my ward that I cared for and loved and knew that it was going to all go to hell in a handbasket when I left. But it was like my health versus their opinion of me. Yeah, their comfort with who I was. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had people tell me when I left, it was like they had a friend die. Oh, God. Drama. (laughs) That is a little dramatic. You think? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm right here. I'm still here. I'm just drinking coffee. Exactly. No, it's like you died. <laughs> Jeez. God. That sounds like something your mom would say. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she Where do they learn that. this drama? Drama school. <laughs> is that what Mormonism is? <laughs> it's drama school. Yep. Okay. Okay. While all this was going on, I got myself involved in the university's Christian Union Society. Elizabeth, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Jesus. Stay away from the Christians. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have those in United States universities. Yes, yeah, we do. For sure. There's different Christian groups on campuses. Mm-hmm. But they are essentially groups of students who put on events and have meetings to try to reach every student with the good news of Jesus. (laughs) I had thought this was just a Bible study group of some sort, but before I knew it, I was swept up in this culture of evangelizing, again spelled with an S, (laughs) and feeling terrible guilty for all the souls that would be lost if I didn't work hard enough. Wow. I haven't been on campuses where there's a lot of evangelizing. I haven't noticed that. I remember at BYU campus one year when I was there, there was a whole group of Christians who were bussed in from like the Bible Belt and they were sitting in the cafeteria, one of the big cafeterias there, and kind of like talking to Mormons and trying to point out that the Mormons were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And now look back, I'm like, hey, all y'all fuckers are wrong. (laughs) All of y'all. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all the wrong people trying to um, accuse the others of being wrong Mm -hmm. and then to um, convert the wrong people to their own wrongness. Star-bellied snitches. It's exactly right. Yeah. That is exactly right. Yeah. This is something that helps me relate so strongly to ex-Mormons who have been on missions. Mm -hmm. In a campus of thousands of people, a group of six people will never convert everyone or anyone. And so nothing I did could ever be good enough. This was terrifying. Mm. I'm a very quiet, nervous sort of person. Enneagram is equally nine and two. (laughs) (laughs) But within eight months of starting university, I was made president of the Christian Union. Oh, wow. Way to go, Is that an elected office? Put that on your resume. (laughs) That's right. I cared about the society and the people in it, but this was the last thing I wanted. It just didn't seem like me. Oh. Uh, I wonder if Elizabeth has problems with setting boundaries. Uh, maybe so. We got this, Elizabeth. I do too. I did. I'm better at it now. Yep. Takes practice. Mm -hmm. It really does. I had to learn how to lead a group and do all the admin, and at times it felt like a part-time job. Of course, I was not paid. You were paid in <laughs> blessings. That's what the Mormon church tells you. It's the blessings. Yeah, you Fuck can't really that. use the blessings at Starbucks, as it turns out. <laughs> the Mormons not, can't go there anyway. It's not an anyway. currency. It's not. <laughs> I'd like a grande cappuccino latte mocha. Here's uh-huh. my blessings card. Um, are those stars? Because you can pay with stars, but not blessings. You can play with stars? You don't have the Starbucks app, do you? No. Okay. I'll show you later. Thanks, baby. (laughs) That was a quick plug for Starbucks in case anyone's paying attention. Uh, Starbucks, if you would like to sponsor our program. (laughs) And start offering apostate coffee in your stores. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) That would be fun. Mm -hmm. So, Shelly, I think we should take a quick break. Okay. Pay some bills. Do it. And then finish up this letter when we get back. What do you think? I like it. Okay. Be right back. We are supported by Apostate Coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony that you will love this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, you mean 
Bean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Les Bean medium dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure freshness, zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred, not secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm-hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Les Bean blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com. We're back. I also didn't know if I believed a lot of what I was saying. It was a bad time for my integrity, but thankfully I never allowed anything anti-LGBTQ plus to be preached. Good girl. Oh, good. Christian Union became a very welcoming and diverse place, and I would try to convince myself that staying involved was the best because I could prevent it being led by homophobes like all the other Christian unions were. You know, this reminds me of uh, TBMs who, well, maybe not TBMs, nuanced Mormons mm-hmm. who feel like they should stay in the church and try to make changes. It's kind of a noble idea, but gosh, it's got to be frustrating. It will break you. Yeah. Over I don't time. Think I think most do that for break long. over time and yep. say, you know what, I'm out. Because yeah. you realize that the cog is too big. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, cog? The cog Are in the you wheel? the cog? I don't or? know. <laughs> <laughs> the corporation is too big, and it has too much money and mm-hmm. too many powerful white men who don't give a shit what you think. Yeah, and even mainstream Christianity is similar. It's not like they have $130 trillion billion or whatever the hell it is, money lying around. Billion. Sure. Is there a difference? I mean, really, how would you even know? I know. It's, yeah. it's more money than you can ever count. <laughs> I feel like, you know, maybe you can make small changes within your local wards. Can you, though? What is this costing your soul? What is this costing your mental health? People are probably just eye-rolling whenever you try yeah, to like, say oh, anything different. Yeah, like, oh, sister so-and-so loving yeah. the gays again. Oh, yeah, right. Here she comes. She's going to preach at us. Sure. And there are, you know, there are people who stay in, and um, that was not my choice. I also don't understand staying in to try to make changes and raising children in it when they will be continually brainwashed and you have to continually deprogram them. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that, honestly. Yeah. This is my opinion. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. However, we're back to Elizabeth. UCCF, you might want to look up what that is. UCCF. It's the charity that funds this Christian union. Okay. Takes an anti-LGBTQ plus stance, and I was always aware of our affiliation with them. In training days, I felt like a fraud as I heard all of the teachings on what the Bible says about marriage. You know, why do they focus so much on that? I don't know. You know what? Leviticus has a lot of rules. If you want to live by all the rules in the Bible, you look up Leviticus, and then uh, if there's any mildew in your house, you burn it down. So there you go. Let's start with shellfish. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, she says she felt like a fraud. She heard all the teachings and what the Bible says about marriage because she knew it meant her. She always felt so scared for her future. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sucks. The society tripled in size while I led it, which I believe was due to the fact that I kept it so welcoming to all people. Oh, I was nice. so proud of myself, which of course made me feel guilty because the credit was supposed to go to God. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You can't be like, look what I did. It's like, look what God's power threw me. I'm a vessel. <laughs> fucking religion. Let's all pat God on the back real quick. I know. Which (laughs) is funny because it's like, well, if God's perfect, why are we praising him? Like, well, duh, of course he did that, you know? What a narcissistic asshole that needs worship and praise all the time. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Like, what a narcissistic (laughs) asshole God that just has us little humans doing, like, he's working through us and we're supposed to tell him, thank you for helping. And we don't get any credit. Yeah, that God sucks. I don't believe in that God. (laughs) My church called it God working through me, and Mm. people at church and within UCCF praised my strong faith and leadership. (laughs) Externally, I was the perfect Christian student. 
a pioneer for Jesus in my city, and I was known as brave for stepping out of my comfort zone. Wow. I was well-known in Christian unions throughout the north of England. Hmm. My family and home church were also proud of me, and although that felt good, I was battling internally with a faith crisis and, of course, secretly being gay. Oh, man. Gay on the down low. I just felt like singing right now. Oh, can I just tell you about the UCCF? Oh, did you look it up? It just says the Christian unions. The Christian unions are making disciples of Jesus Christ in the student world. So how about that? Little student soldiers for Jesus. That's fantastic. These are the students that speak for Jesus. I bet Jesus (laughs) is like, you fuckers, stop speaking for me. You're getting it wrong. Just pass your midterms. Pass your damn midterms and Mm -hmm. get a fucking job. Okay. Okay. That's me speaking for Jesus. (laughs) Is it? Okay. And there's only one leper, so. I know. (laughs) Fuck that one leper. (laughs) We'll take care of the healthy people. Mm -hmm. All right. Eventually, after a year and a half of leading Christian Union, I decided it was time to quit. Yay! Good for you. I no longer believe in the loving God, in quotations, who sends people to hell. Mm -hmm. Finally, I came out to a lot of friends and Christian leadership I worked with and at the same time resigned from being president. Good for you. Awesome. I have received many mixed responses from people, and every time I come out to someone, I make myself ill in the stress of it. I bet. That's rough. Yeah. That's going to get better over time. For sure. It really is. As you begin to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm living my authentic self. I'm not for everybody. That's true. You know, you can't be for everybody, Mm -mm. and it's really going to be okay. Yeah. It doesn't take anything away from who you are just because somebody else might not have a great reaction. No. It really doesn't. Yeah. It will get easier. Yeah. Yeah. It it will. And you'll find your people. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, I have lost a ton of weight and fallen behind in my coursework. Didn't you have that issue, too, when you were oh. all gay on the down low? Yeah, I lost I lost a bunch of weight, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It has been a rough few months. I By bet. far, the hardest thing was coming out to my pastor. Ooh. Oh, wow. Shelly's story of the pastor at the Christian church she went to reminds me of him. As I said before, he is kind-hearted and well-meaning, but he tries to love the sinner, hate the sin. Mm-hmm. I always wondered what he would truly think of me if only he knew what goes on inside my head. Wow. I could write a whole different letter on why I hate love the sinner, hate the sin, yeah. but I will spare you that. Uh, we all hate that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking horrible, and it's yeah, ridiculous, it, it and it's sucks. not Jesus-y at all. No. No. The conversation where I came out to him was an extremely difficult one. I bet. Mm-hmm. At one point, he compared my attraction to women to his temptation to murder people. What? This is okay, if homeboy is tempted to murder people, someone needs to call the fucking cops. Run out of that congregation immediately. (laughs) You may be tempted by boobs, but I am tempted to murder people. Anytime I see knives, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you compare that? Wow. Pastor's a dumbass. I want to murder people, but I don't because I love them. Yeah, but please feel welcome in our congregation. (laughs) All are welcome. And to compare a natural loving attraction to the want to kill people is just— Mormons do that. Of course. Mm -hmm. Most uh, high-demand religions, most very traditional religions Mm -hmm. do compare homosexuality with murder. And bestiality. And it all starts with masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Indeed. didn't say any of that. (laughs) Anyway. All right. This hurt me immensely because he wants to hurt people, being that he wants to murder people, right? Mm -hmm. 
but all I ever wanted was to be loved. Mm. And love someone else. I know. Not murder yeah. someone else. It's not the same that thing. That sounds just like murder to it's me. Exa- it's exactly, it's exactly like the same it. thing. It mm. says it in the Bible. <laughs> this conversation was happening in his family home with his wife sitting right next to him. That's fun. Mm-hmm. The lack of empathy in this astounds me, but he just doesn't see it. However, he also emphasized that I will always be loved and welcomed at the church. Uh-huh, unless he's about to murder you. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> this is why I'm finding it so hard to leave. Thankfully, I've pulled through the worst of it, and now all that remains is to walk out of the church for good and also to come out to my dad, Ooh. something which is not going to go well. By the way, you need to let us know how that goes. Yeah, for sure. Keep us posted, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I struggle on a daily basis with thinking about my actions as a Christian. Oh, wow. The knowledge that while leading Christian union, I brought unsuspecting people into such a toxic religion who may still be in it for years to come gives me a very uneasy feeling. Yeah. I also struggle with the trauma of spending all my teenage years in Christianity as a gay person. Wow. One pastor once got up on stage and compared gay people to criminals who belonged in prison, Mm. while a whole crowd of my friends clapped and cheered. Fuck. God. This is one example, and I regret how much I hated myself. Mm. It is hard, but things get better every day. Your podcast brings me hope and makes me realize, with an S, I had it easy. (laughs) I'm so grateful not to have been Mormon because although they disapprove of me in the Christian church, they still love and welcome me. Hmm. I want to tell Shelly and your ex-Mormon listeners, if this is read on the podcast, that I admire all your courage. Ah, fantastic. It's awesome. I'm also grateful I am making it out of evangelicalism now at 21 rather than later in life. Yeah, don't wait till you're 43. Yep. No, that's great timing. Mm -hmm. Perfect timing. I try to remind myself that I have plenty of life left to experience all the firsts that most people have in their early teens and other people are in the same situation as me. Yeah, baby, you have so much time. Mm -hmm. You're good. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing and for reading this letter that turned out to be more like a book. It means the world to me. Elizabeth. Aw. Elizabeth, that was such a good letter. Thank Thank you you. so much. And if I were going to wrap this up the way I do the weekend podcast, I would say, and remember, steer clear of evangelicals because they are no joke. (laughs) No joke at all. (laughs) All right. So, Mary, how can our listeners get a hold of us and send us their amazing stories? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. So simple. Well, that sounds easy. That is real easy. We're done? We're done. Thank you, Elizabeth, for writing in. Yeah, what a fantastic letter. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy them all. I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, should we wrap it up? That's it. Done. All right, we are done. We're We're out of here. Ship it. (laughs) That's a wrap. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.